Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. My name is Gonzo. And this is Steve. And we are excited for our interview today. Yeah, I'm, this person reached out to us through email. And I think he was maybe the first person to send us an email. And was like, this podcast is awesome. It's, it's a great idea. I want to be on it. So, so we're going to be talking with Dustin Copeland. And it's, I'm really looking forward to this one. He's a good friend. And I uh, hope everybody else follows his example and sends us an email saying, hey, I'd love to be on your show. Yeah, yeah. So here's our conversation with Dustin Copeland. All right, today we're sitting with Dustin Copeland. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, welcome to the show. It's good to see your face. Good to see your faces, guys. So Thanks for having me. A lot of people won't know, but Dustin and I were uh, scene partners in uh, theater class in uh, senior year, so Dustin and I go way back. Yeah, with Of Mice and Men. I'm and the Lenny to his George. Line. No, he's Lenny and I'm George. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just got to make sure you get those facts right. straight, you guys. To go way back? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we were, we, I think, us three, I mean, we spent time together, hung out. Like, I know I probably didn't go, but I know you guys would have those Lord of the Ring marathon watch at, like, Dustin's house. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, we did that once, and that was with the extended editions after high school. <laughs> it was up to, like, three in the morning or something like that. It was insane. And I think... You know, they came, everybody came and went whenever they wanted to come or go. And yeah, I mean, I'm still a nerd about Lord of the Rings, too. I mean, if if Raffi was a nerd, I'm a big geek. And, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I finally got the got it on digital now so I can watch that whenever I want on a phone or on a computer or whatever. Yeah. The extended ones? Times. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's like, why would you watch anything else? Nice. Right. Nice. I love that those yeah. came out the three years that we were like, those came out like sophomore, junior, senior year. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, we saw Fellowship of the Ring as a group that went back to Teresa's house after. And then I think me, you, and Ryan Gus went and saw Return of the King in Salt Lake City at the end there, if I recall correctly. That sounds but like Gonzo. something we would do. <laughs> yeah. Gonzo, do you remember too? Um, sophomore year, me, you, and Ryan just went and saw uh, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> you remember that? That movie, yeah. that movie holds up. <laughs> <laughs> it does hold up, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Dusty, so describe to us like, we knew you, but how did you see yourself? How did you see yourself in high school? Well, like I said, a geek, but. Um, introverted, sometimes shy, painfully shy. Now I'm a extrovert introvert, just trying to be good and doing the best I could with my classes for sure. And then I asked myself, why, oh, why is this person hugging me, Gonzo? What? <laughs> well, it's Gonzo, like when Gonzo I first came everybody. to high school. He still does that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. When I first came to high oh, school, wait, like, were you like, I know, I know your brother was like, he might have been a, bit, a little bit weird about touching, but were you like uncomfortable with hugs, and that, that's why I would like try to hug you extra? 
Yes. Yeah. No, I got used to it eventually, but yeah, just like really shy and really, I was, I was, I was too serious in high school. I mean, I think I got better near the end, but like just so serious and so particular on things. It was kind of a hindrance sometimes. I mean, I'd love to hang out with you guys and hang out with other people, but I just like sometimes like, I need to be alone. Like you guys would be hanging out at the house and I'd be in the other room playing a video game because I needed like alone time, which, um, I mean, that's kind of changed a little bit with my wife and kids, but there's no alone time time anymore. (laughs) No, there isn't. When I was over the road, yes, there was, but now there is for sure. So how long were you, well, how long were you on the road? Uh, 18 months. I stopped this, I was just telling Gonzo this, I just stopped this past October because um, when COVID-19 hit, I was out for longer stretches at a time to help get stuff across the country. I kind of liked it where I was alone in the truck cab, just going across the country with countless books, podcasts, music. Um, but it just got, I was just missing my family like two, three weeks at a time. I'd see them on a weekend or on a weekday. Hmm. Just having long distance parenting over phone calls, over Zoom calls, just trying to parent my son and parent my daughter and like missing out on baseball games, um, dance recitals, and a bunch of milestones, which was kind of hard. So I just finally told my work, okay, I can't do this anymore is there an office job available in Salt Lake City? Is there a local job? I just can't do this anymore. I don't care if I take a paying cut. So just finally got home this past October and I'm actually hauling uh, through my same company for Federal Express in North Salt Lake. Oh, just swapping trailers and stuff. So are you home every night then? Yeah, I'm home every night. Nice. Yeah, I get to see my kids in the morning and drop them off at school and stuff. That's awesome. That's a nice, huge change. It's a huge change. So, I'm still getting used to it because I'm like trying to just kind of say, what do I do during the day? And I mean, Kristen's home, my wife, and she works here because she works for the University of Utah, just tapping away at her desk. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so if you're, you've been doing that, you had that recent change, how would, you, how would you describe yourself now then compared to how you were in high school? Uh, extroverted introvert, like I said. Um, definitely more easygoing. I mean, I still have... Well, you guys know I still have a bit of a temper from high school as well, and I'm working on that, but I'm just like, I'm definitely more aware of people now, like who they are, just especially with this past uh, year being it tumultuous and like protests and riots and all that jazz, just like, that's somebody's baby, that's somebody's baby, uh, that's somebody's child, and just being more aware of people and what they're going through, a little more sensitive to that. To, to other people, if that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think is pushed that? You said, like, the protest last year, but is that the reason, or what else has, like, kind of opened you up to that? I mean, to several podcasts I listen to and books I've read over the road, just because when you're, I'm driving, I was driving 10, 11 hours a day in a truck across the country, and that just left me a lot of time to think because it's, it's just me in that cab. I didn't, I didn't drive with somebody else. It was just me. I mean, not to get too religious into it, but I mean, these other people, that guy that cut me off, that guy that flipped me off, 
They're, they're somebody's child. They're somebody's brother or father, sister or brother. And I just feel like, you know what? I can be kinder to people. Like, I just had a... Like, for a while, I had a negative view of people in the world. Because, I mean... Like, you watch the news, and it's, like, magnified by 10 how people react. And it's not that way across the country at all. Like, people are generally nice to you. I mean, so many nice people I met over the road in warehouses, at truck stops. I mean, of course, I didn't get too, out too much because, I mean, truck, truck stop, warehouse, distribution center, that's it, really. So you feel like... You're seeing people, people are actually nicer than what maybe you see on the media or whatever, like what the news are pushing. And then you've been driven to, are you, does, is, did that change you as saying like, you're saying you're, you're calming your temper down. Do you feel yourself like nicer? Yeah. I mean, I like to think I'm more approachable now than I was like even three years ago, just cause I actually, I mean, I'm still a shy person and I still have to push myself to talk to people really rule of thumb you're nice you're nice to them they'll be nice to you i mean people are generally decent in the world and is that something that you found just as you were just out on the road and listening to your podcast just learning those different perspectives like is yeah i feel like that's kind of like your catalyst of change that caused you to to have this new approach to life oh for sure yeah i mean that and I guess just missing my family too, because these other truckers are missing families as well. So, do truckers like it when little cars just jet right in front of them? <laughs> a Jetta? <laughs> <laughs> a Jetta jetting in front of me. I mean, I personally, it scares the crap out of me, like, especially when they're like so near to your front bumper as they're passing and just cutting you off, because I have to slam on my brakes sometimes and. That can, I mean, especially in inclement weather, that can just cause a whole list of problems. Luckily, I've never been in an accident while over the road, but I've come close a few times. Well, good for you. And like, if you're out for weeks at a time, just always on the road, and you've never been in an accident, then that shows well for you that you just you're a good driver, paying attention. Yeah. I don't know if I'd I'd be probably too distracted to drive a big rig. I don't know if I could handle it. But so, Dusty, have you had? Other changes do you, that you've noticed that you think have you changed in other ways too? Well, like I never thought I would be married, to be honest with you. I mean, when I met Kristen, um, actually Steve and I went to the same singles ward. And kind of thanks to you, Steve, I saw Kristen for the first time when you gave a talk and your mom was there and she and Kristen actually served a sign language mission in Houston, Texas. So she was interpreting your talk for your mom. That's the first time I saw Kristen. So, I mean, since I got married, it's rewardingly hard. (laughs) And I've definitely become a better person because of her, because she's so patient with me. I'm, uh, I can be stubborn, man. I mean, you guys know, probably. I'm a stubborn SOB. But that and having my children, Hunter and Riley, have really changed me as well, because... It's like I'm raising this little person, and it she, this this person's half of me and half of my wife, and just like I have to watch everything I'm doing, I have to watch what I say, which is difficult because I picked up a bit of a swearing. Uh, <laughs> you, you picked up a trucker's mouth. 
<laughs> all right. Just blame Kristen. <laughs> Kristen, how come you taught Hunter all no. those words? <laughs> Well, it's funny because once um, my daughter was at my sister's house, uh, my sister Tara watches on Fridays, and just under her breath, Riley's like, damn it. (laughs) So it's, you know, yeah, I just, I'm a better person when I'm with my family and and, uh, when I'm working as well, because, I mean, it'd be nice to have some time off, but I can only have like a day or two off. Otherwise, I just, I'm kind of directionless, you know? I didn't, maybe I did know at the time, but I didn't realize that, uh, that that was the first time you met Kristen. And so. No, it was the first time I saw Kristen. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, tell her I say thanks. Cause whenever anyone else can interpret for me, it's like, it makes it so great. Cause I, I sometimes don't have as much patience as I should to interpret for my mom. So I'm glad yeah. she was there to make that easier on my life. And, uh, well, for sure. And I guess I can just, I'll, I'll add matchmaker to my resume you know, <laughs> did you like push Dusty? Be like, you know, she's like, that's pretty cool. Like, she's she's pretty cool to interpret. You should uh, you should check her out. <laughs> you should talk to her. No, nah, that sounds like something I would have said probably. <laughs> no, nah, she pushed herself because she found out I was her home teacher and tracked me down when we were at the uh, handcart thing. What is that trek? We did a little trek with the like Martin's board. Cove. Yeah, we did Martin's Cove. And I see those so tiny women, they know what they want. They go get it. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Can you dig it? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So you were you were mentioned that your marriage was or your relationship with Kristen has been rewardingly hard. And I I think I know exactly what you mean, but I think we have some listeners that aren't married or haven't been you know, aren't married with like multiple years with kids. Like maybe it's just rewarding or it's just hard. (laughs) But could you like, could you expound on that or explain like, what do you mean by that? Well, like it's not just, you love each other. You just work with each other 110% because I mean, even relationships, even those that are single and are in a relationship, they take work. I mean, it's not just somebody you just hang out with on the weekends or the weekdays or whatever you just really put a lot of work into it. Um, helping clean the house, helping do the dishes, um, doing your finances together. When I say rewardingly hard, like, like we've been married 11 years this past uh, March. Yes. 11 years. And there's a lot of work involved and it's, it's definitely helping each other. Definitely communication is huge. You, you you guys know, and got to communicate like, hey, I want to do this today. Uh, you want to come with me to do this? Or do you need me to pick up the dog poop in the yard or something? Yeah, I've learned that the hard way that communication is very, very important. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there any... Uh... Any advice? Like, if you could go back and talk to your high school self, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, actually, I was going to say don't quit a cappella choir halfway through senior <laughs> year, but um, I agree with Missy on the past episode that Mr. Steenblick was a bit hard. So much heat. Just, Mr. Steenblick's been getting so much heat on this podcast. <laughs> We're going to have a special um, Steenblick episode. Oh, boy. 
grievances of Steelit. <laughs> um, but just, I mean, give myself some patience. Uh, put myself out there. Like with the ladies? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Not the ladies. laughs> yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to date in high school? I mean, I was scared, man. Yeah, just to tell myself that I should be patient with myself. Um, really push hard. Really try to understand math. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're a numbers guy. I'm not. I, three semesters in college, I tried Algebra 1. I finally passed it. So, really try to understand math and go towards, um, really talk to counselors about trade schools. Oh, you know what? I think that's, that's such good advice. I mean, I work for a trades company. We do plumbing, electrical, heating, and air conditioning. Those yeah. are, like, the most needed, like, skilled labor with, like, manual skilled labor for electricians, plumbers are so in need, like, all over the country. We have to, like, recruit people from, like, Florida, from all over the states to come here to work. And, like, they make a ton of money. It's like, and in high school, they're not saying, like, I think they maybe pull aside, like, a kid that they think is slow in, like, like a auto mechanic class and be like, you should go to a trade school. Like, college isn't for you. Exactly. Then they push college, 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 college. But it's like, mm, maybe they should have... Like talk about trade schools and skilled labor as a, like an equal option because you can like people can get a bachelor's and make fifty grand. People can go to a trade school and make eighty grand. Like coming out, like you know, it's just I'm I'm yeah. all about promoting trades. Yeah, that and you don't have you don't you know no offense to you guys, but you don't have that mountain of debt when you get out of college as well. Like you I take I that back. <laughs> I'm proud what? of my mountain of debt. No, I'm just kidding. No, I free. said no offense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got enough debt for all three of us. Yeah, yeah I don't have Fair debt, enough. but it also took me like 12 years to get my degree. <laughs> yeah, hey, good on you, man. Like, I couldn't do college, so good on you both. It takes certain people to be able to push through college. But I just, like, like you said, I kind of wish high school they would have said, hey, you can also do a trade school. Or it's like something I wish I knew because... Um, it seemed like a group of friends. It was it was like the thing to go towards a white collar path. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what it felt like. But well, there are perfect know. yeah jobs like types of mechanics like like welders that work on airplanes that work on. It's like there are really cool jobs out there that are outside mm-hmm. of a traditional college traditional college path in quotes. You know, so no, I'm with I'm with you on that. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just wish something I was aware of, you know. American school system, not uh, knocked down on you. We'll we'll talk about that <laughs> when we have a uh, Godfrey on. Be like, why aren't you guys pushing trades? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the superintendent yeah. of the Jordan School District now. This is like Godfrey. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. We'll push oh, I miss him on. That guy. Why aren't we doing trades? Personal finance should be a class in high school. Come you know, on. You know what he'll say? What? That was that was 17 years ago. <laughs> That's probably all they're pushing now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know, man. We tell all the kids to go to trade schools. <laughs> now we tell all the kids to go to trade schools. Yeah. Or computer programming. <laughs> hey, do you... Um, what's, uh, what's something that you're passionate about now? 
Like what's something that really gets uh, you going? Well, uh, I like to smoke meat a lot. Um, <laughs> I like thought you were really... going to say something totally different. <laughs> but yes, that's delicious and awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I heard you smoke, Steve. Yeah, I do. You know, that's I, something I'm trying to get into, and it's something that I think takes it's, – it's growing on me. Uh, I wanted to celebrate Gonzo, so I learned how to smoke a tri- – uh, let's see. What did, we get? what did we do? We did a brisket. We did a brisket and, and some ribs. And ribs. So figuring out timing-wise, I've done a few different And that things. brisket was delicious. We should do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really good with brisket and salmon right now. Um, there you go. One, one time I did a Thanksgiving turkey for family Thanksgiving. Uh, that took forever. I got. A, I had to wake up at like 2 or 3 in the morning to be done by like afternoon that Thanksgiving. Wow. <laughs> but... My, so you were everybody's favorite smoke, person. I smoked turkey. It's just so good. Oh yeah, I smoked the turkey and I fried a turkey that year. But yeah, I use a old school smoker that has the off like the hot heat box on the side that I got to feed oh, wood yeah, and charcoal yeah, yeah. in. So not like one of them awesome Traegers. But yeah, I like to smoke meat. Um, play with my kids. Like I play a lot of go uh, Super Mario Kart with my son. Who on wins? Nintendo, the, <laughs> keep him in his place not in my, well it's like not in my house bro <laughs> um yeah i mean i'd like to i'd like to actually set up a forge in my backyard and try some metalworking try some forging like kind of like forged in fire i'm really into that stuff that's cool that's awesome yeah when you get so into hopefully that i can get that going have you made any What's swords that? i want to I want to make swords and knives and other little decorations around the house, like hooks and whatever, some iron work, perhaps. When you get into that, let me know. I'll come, I'll come hang out and learn from you. Yeah, man. I got to learn myself, so we can learn together. <laughs> there you go. That's really cool. Good for you. Do you have a, you have a fun memory you want to share? It's like I got like separate memories of you both. Um, Gonzo, our last night of arsenic and old lace, our senior year of high school. That was um, the play we Gonzo, were in. Yeah. Gonzo played a dead body and <laughs> he played the police chief. That was the star of the show. Dead body number yeah. two. <laughs> and I was uh, Dr. Reverend Harper. At, I was just only in the beginning. But we went to D's afterwards. And uh, just as cast members sitting around the table and you balance 14 pieces of silverware on your fingertips <laughs> and on your face. I still have the picture, too. I think I put it on Facebook. Yeah, I find that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got it right here, actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> got a picture of that. Um, Steve, my gosh, you were just always so patient with me. Like, we were in Mrs. Goyne's uh, ASL2 class, and we did... Um, Gosh, what is the name of the song? Imagine me and you, I do, no oh, matter how we talk. Together forever dice. by the Turtles? Yes, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And We don't own any of uh, it, so you can't sing a lot of it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I didn't even sing a minute of it. <laughs> Wait, um, keep going. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. You get a cease and desist, desist next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we, we sign language that song and like, I just like, oh crap, I lost my way. And you just like looked over, stepped in and helped me sign the lyrics. 
just so patient with me. Thank you. Well, sure. you know, you're welcome. First of all, I, I remember that sign language class. I feel like I got away with way too much. Like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because you already knew the language. I did. That's easiest sign language one and two, like easiest classes I ever took. My I never got like below one hundred fifteen percent ever in, the, <laughs> in those classes. But, it's like uh, when I took Spanish. Yep. It's just <laughs> lucky. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad I did that. I don't, I don't remember that, but I'm glad I did that and. I'm sure you passed that class with flying colors. Yeah. Dusty. Eh, I mean, I passed, but I don't. I don't remember my signs, man. You don't use it, you lose it. My mom makes fun of me to this day because, like, I can. If she does it, I can see it and I understand it. But trying to do it, it's just like my hands don't work like they used to. And she's like, "What happened to you? What's wrong with you?" Like, and I'm like, "Well, just like you said, you use it or lose it." And uh, my fingers they move a little bit slower than they used to, you know. Well, it's, I mean, it's all that dental work stuff, man. You're using your fingers all day. Yeah, you should have, like, way good dexterity. That's true. <laughs> Gotta get some hand massages or something. Dusty, so, do, you have a, do you have any beef you want to hash out? Do I have any beef I want to hash out with Gonzo Pastorini and Steven Roush? Or with Ryan Copeland. Or with anyone else. If you got beef, we'll hear it. We'll pass it on. But if you have it with us, we can hash it out right now. <laughs> I don't think I have any beef per se. I mean, no, I don't have any beef. I have two things I need to say that just barely came to my mind. Some old what? beef. This one is oh. a real one with you. You came home from your mission, uh-huh. and you were giving, I believe you were giving your homecoming talk. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the back row next to Gus, and while you're speaking, he and I are just making stupid faces at you the whole time. Do you remember this? I remember that. I do remember this, yes. And you stop in the middle of your talk. Hey, Steve, stop making faces at me. <laughs> <laughs> just like totally just called me out and I, just, I never felt so small. <laughs> I remember that. And so I, uh, I just well, want to say sorry about that. Um, no, I'm glad no you, man. I'm glad you put me in my place. Again, that was me taking myself too seriously. (laughs) But it sounds like through all of these, uh, um, Steve also needs to be taken down a notch every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I like to think that Natalie keeps you honest. Oh, 100%. I don't get away with anything anymore. She knows all my tricks. But uh, I'm sorry that I did that to you. And I'm glad you finished it. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're good, man. Yeah, so that, that's all I got. I loved having you as a friend. I think it was just great hanging out with you guys. And I remember your big, huge truck that leaked oil everywhere. Oh, remember yeah. that? Tank. The, yeah, the 1973 GMC pickup truck that was like the nice avocado green. Yes. It was fantastic. Vintage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until we got rear-ended by that Mack truck. I still got the dent in the back of my head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, Dusty, one more question. Um, who do you want to hear from? Who do you want to give a shout-out to say, hey, uh, you should come on and share what you've learned? Well, I mean, definitely Ryan. I'd like to see him on the podcast, too. Um, he's my twin he brother, listens? everybody. Oh, yeah, he listens. He <laughs> listens. Um, I would say Raffi, but she was already on. Oh. Call her again. We'll have her have, have her on her twice. <laughs> have her on her twice. One post-baby. Maybe. 
Oh, gosh, who else? Teresa Farmer comes to mind. I haven't spoken to her in a bit. She used to cut my hair. So when she was when I when we lived in Sandy, do you so, cut yeah. it yourself now? I do. Yeah, I. <laughs> I no, I it's kind of it's like over the road. I kind of just trimmed my hair because it was less of a hassle. Yeah, uh, to having to stop and try to get an appointment when I'm home or trying to find a barber on the road. So I just kind of buzz it. Sure, it's more utility than anything. Yeah, well, you, you look sharp. So and you got that sweet beard to go with it. Yeah, thanks. I like this a lot. <laughs> Well, Dustin, thank you for taking the time just to come on and chat with us for a little bit. Just get caught up. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah, I love hearing from you guys. And I'm sure love love the podcast. Oh, thanks. I'm I'm glad to hear that you've learned things that you've changed. You know, in a you're still dusty, but just a more patient, kinder, a a family man, Dusty. (laughs) I try. That's awesome. No, that's cool. And like, it's just, it's been too long to, it has been, but it's great to see how you're doing and see that you're doing well. And so don't be a stranger. Don't you two be a stranger either. Same phone number since high school. All right. (laughs) There you go. I'm going to start sending you all kinds of weird messages. (laughs) Yeah. You got to send me your, I, I smashed one of my phones, uh, driving truck that backed over it. So I lost all my phone numbers. (laughs) <laughs> oh go for it i want to hear from Silvana. i want to hear from Silvana too okay well we'll reach yeah, out for to sure her. Awesome. we'll reach out to her that'd be great okay well dusty thanks a yeah. lot we really appreciate it yeah thanks for chatting and thanks for yeah. reaching out like D- dustin was one of the person that one sent us an email saying hey i want to be on so thank you so cool hey thank you guys i again it just your podcast is such a great idea just hearing from other uh, alumni and friends from the past. I really enjoy it. Well, it'll be around as long as people want to talk to me and Gonzo. We'll we'll keep it going. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, All Dusty. Right. You have a great day. Hey, night. thank you, guys. Yep. You Take too. Care. Love you guys. Hey, love you too, Dusty. Love you, All buddy. Right. Well, we just got done talking to Dusty. What are your thoughts? It's good old Dusty. I think he has... I think he has mellowed out a little bit. He could tell. Like he talked about how he's just a more patient, kind person. And I do remember he was, at times, pretty serious and kind of intense during high that, school. That was my thought. It's like, I, I mean, Dusty was one of those guys that was really happy to see you and, like, very positive. But I remember him being intense, too. Like, he, he could get intense and he could get very, like, worked up about something, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, it's... It's good to see him. It's it's good to see that he's grown too, you know. Yeah, I know he uh he brought up having like um worked on his temper and I think that that's great. That if anybody can kind of recognize that and find a thing they want to change and work on it, then awesome. Um yeah, all of us need to need to do that. So it's actually absolutely. like it, it's really good to like, hey, this is my weakness. I got to I got to work on it. I mean, that's very admirable. I thought it was fun that he brought up like going to Lord of the Rings parties. <laughs> I do remember that till like three in the morning. I was gonna joke and say like back in our party days of staying up till three in the morning watching Lord of the Rings. It's pretty. We were pretty exciting back then. <laughs> I don't think I ever went to any of those. Yeah. But 
Oh, well, it, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was great talking to Dusty. We want to talk to more of you, uh, especially all the people that Dusty called out. Silvana? Silvana. Silvana. Silvana you, and Ryan. Silvana and Ryan. And you had to come on. Um, if you're interested in being on the podcast, send us an email at jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com. We also want to thank all the people that have reached out. We've been getting emails and people have reached out that want to be on. We've been getting a few voice memos. We'll drop one at the end of this episode tonight. So also, if you want to send us a voice memo, please send it at that same email. We want to hear a funny story or or something that you want to share on a voice memo. Um, We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can listen to us there. This has been episode six of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. We'll uh, see you again next time. Stay tuned for a fun memory. Bye. So I was listening to the podcast episode where you interviewed me, Brady Levitt, and it reminded me of a funny and awkward uh, story. I It was the first intra-squad swim meet of our senior year, and they had just issued us our uniforms, which were a beet red slash maroon uh, uh, Speedo, which for a teenage boy with uh, body image issues, body <laughs> being self-conscious, was very, was very uncomfortable. And, uh, and then also being kind of nervous about, you know, going to my first swim meet because I had not swum any of the other years. So I had a pair of shorts on over the Speedo, as I stood behind the blocks waiting for my turn. And when it was my turn, I realized that I still had the shorts on. And so I took them off real quick and jumped up on the block. And just before the starter, you know, sounded the the start signal, I realized that the speedo drawstring on the waistband was not tied. And I had this like massive moment of panic. And then they started the race and I jumped in. And fortunately, the speedo stayed on. And it was a 50, uh, 50 yard freestyle, I think because I swam down and was doing okay and then hit the the wall for the flip turn. And as I, I executed it in my mind's eye, it must've just been a flawless flip turn, you know, tightly controlled, push right off the wall and the speedo slipped down to my knees. <laughs> but I was like doing okay in the race. And so I didn't want to stop. And so I kept swimming as fast as I could. Uh, and when I finished, it's customary to, you know, congratulate your competitors on either side of the lanes. And so I hiked the speedo back up as quickly as I could. And I don't remember exactly who was next to me, but I have this feeling that they, I remember this memory that they didn't want to make eye contact with me. So I guess the, the life lesson there is sometimes you just have to keep swimming or sometimes you have to traumatize your competition to get ahead. Or don't worry, you'll never be as in good of a shape as you were uh, when you were in high school. <laughs>